IndyCar fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Last Saturday night's Bomberito Automotive Group 500 has jumbled the NTT IndyCar Series standings with just three races remaining this season. We'll get to that later in today's podcast. But first, the really big news of the week was made on August 19th at Hy-Vee's corporate offices in West Des Moines, Iowa. After a one-year layoff, the popular Iowa Speedway will be returning to the IndyCar schedule, beginning with a doubleheader next season. IndyCar has agreed to a multi-year lease at the .8750 mile short oval in Newton, Iowa. NASCAR owns the track, but IndyCar will serve as the promoter thanks to a multi-year agreement with Hy-Vee, a supermarket chain based in the Midwest, to serve as the sponsor of the race. Hy-Vee will provide broad support for next year's doubleheader event set for July 23 and 24 of 2022. Hy-Vee's support comes through a wide-ranging partnership that will bring IndyCar racing back to the 0.875 mile oval after a one-year hiatus. The two races will be the HyVDeals.com 250 on Saturday, July 23, and the Hy-Vee Salute the Farmers 300 on Sunday, July 24. Both races will be televised on NBC, according to IndyCar. The annual summer trip to the Short Oval in Newton, Iowa has been a highlight on the schedule since the track opened in 2006 and IndyCar made its debut in 2007. I was at the big announcement and have interviews with IndyCar owner Roger Penske, Hy-V Chairman, CEO, and President Randy Edeker, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan co-owner Bobby Ray Hall, and the team's driver Graham Ray Hall to talk about the exciting news that returns the NTT IndyCar Series to this popular grassroots facility. Here is my exclusive interview with IndyCar and Indianapolis Motor Speedway owner, Roger Penske. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, we're honored to have the owner of the IndyCar Series, Roger Penske, join us. Roger, very big day for the series. We're coming back to Iowa Speedway in 2022. I know this is something that was very important to you. How excited are you for the return and how much work was involved to get Hy-Vee to come in and step up to the plate and really basically take over as the sponsor? Well, Bruce, uh, this is a great day for IndyCar, great day for the fans and people who live in the Iowa area. But when you think about it, this is part of our plan to build IndyCar get major sponsors into the series. Bobby Ray Hall announced today with his team that he'll have Hy-Vee as a full season sponsor. That's really important, but think about a company like Hy-Vee with 86,000 people putting their name 
in our series will just drive other interests with other great companies. So this is a world-class day for us. Uh, uh, the transparency and the sport, uh, the CEO is behind it, his people, they give a lot back to the community. The governor was here today. So this is more than just an announcement. You know, this is a partnership uh, for the future. The fact that Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds was so engaged in bringing IndyCar back to Iowa Speedway to save Iowa Speedway, that tells you how important IndyCar is to the state. Well, I think we're trying to have IndyCar important not only for one state around the United States, but for everyone around the world. And I think that uh, Governor Kim Reynolds has really made a commitment personally to make this be successful and also the fact that they're giving back to the Iowa farmers is really amazing as part of this part of this uh, announcement and having a two-day weekend it's a multiple year contract so this is more than just a quickie you know touch and go this is a real partnership as you uh, said during the announcement IndyCar is going to lease the track in a multi-year agreement you're going to have a lot of the people of Penske Entertainment involved maybe hire a few more people to work with the locals how excited are you when you get involved in a project like that because I know knowing you as long as I have you love projects well I think uh, this one is, goes back to when Rusty Wallace was showing me the the drawings of this track so I've seen the history I've seen the success I've seen some of the downtime but uh, this is very exciting and you know our team will be here giving it uh, the help it needs with our experience so you know, we've owned Michigan we've owned tracks before certainly the Indy 500 group that uh, so successful in Indianapolis we're going to use many of those people to help us also execute and also on the track I would say it's pretty hard to argue that the annual race at Iowa Speedway, 7.50 mile short oval, may be one of the best races of the year on the schedule. Well, it was said, I think, today uh, that you can every seat you can see what's going on on the track, and that's something that's really special. And I think the way it was designed and the passing opportunities, uh, you got to have your car right in order to go fast. And if you do, you can really, really make a difference. And uh, to me, it's uh, going to be exciting to come back and to have a full weekend. And you think the total focus is going to be IndyCar will be terrific. To have a company like Hy-Vee involved, how important is that? Because in the Midwest, most people shop at Hy-Vee's. Not only that, but they're stepping up. They're going to be a full season sponsor in IndyCar. Well, we need more companies like Hy-Vee. They're leaders uh, in their category. They're obviously a major producer in the state from the standpoint of providing jobs uh, to many families. The economic benefit that this will bring into the state will be a byproduct of, of certainly Hy-Vee's commitment to IndyCar and in the Newton track at Iowa Speedway. And wrapping up here with IndyCar owner Roger Penske, it's been a great season both on the track and building the growth of the series. Uh, last week at Indianapolis, you had 28 cars on the starting grid, highest since Las Vegas for a non-Indy 500 in 2011. New teams are starting up, big-time sponsors are joining. How pleased are you to see the growth take off, especially after, as some people say, you kind of had one arm tied behind your back with COVID? Well, I think that uh, people see the momentum within the sport. 
new teams, a lot of new drivers. The competition has been terrific. Uh, and that, to me, it drives interest. And uh, we've got a great sport. And uh, COVID, obviously, has put a dent in a lot of things. But, you know, racing people are strong. Uh, they're agile. And I think we're all pivoting now to what we want to do is go see racing and have see the best racing in IndyCar. And the season's going to wrap up in September on the West Coast. I'm sure it'll be a dramatic outcome, but I'm sure in a lot of ways you've got to be pleased with the way 2021 has gone. IndyCar owner Roger Penske, congratulations on a successful season, on the big news of coming back to Iowa Speedway, and thank you for joining us on Pit Pass Indy. Bruce, thank you very much. My honor. It was just 13 months ago when Hy-Vee sponsored Ray Hall's Honda IndyCar for the first time in the second race of a doubleheader at Iowa Speedway. Now the company will be a major partner in the revival of Iowa Speedway as well as serving as a full season sponsor for the number 45 Honda, a third full season entry for the team beginning in 2022. Here's my interview with Hy-Vee Chairman, President, and CEO Randy Edeker discussing Hy-Vee's big plans for IndyCar. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is Hy-Vee Chairman, President, and CEO Randy Edeker. You made a big announcement here in West Des Moines, Iowa. Hy-Vee is going to really step up to the plate, save Iowa Speedway with a doubleheader next year in the NTT IndyCar Series. It really shows how important this venue is to the state of Iowa. What was it about it that that made you decide to get the company more involved with it? Well, I mean, we've got a 90-year history across our eight states of stepping up and supporting you know, uh, different charities. When there's a need, we step in. Natural disasters, we step in. It's just kind of what we do. When the governor asked me if we would take a look at it, I decided that we would study it. We'd look at the sport, make sure that it's something we want to be in, and then that's when we decided to move forward with it. When the governor of Iowa calls, Governor Kim Reynolds, I'm sure that's a call that you always pick up. And number two, It really shows at the very top level of state government how important the facility in Newton, Iowa really is to the people of Iowa. Yeah, I mean, you know, to have a track that size and scope here was really, it's a source of pride for the whole state. It's a source of uh, 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 driving the economy. It's, It's very important to the city of Newton, all the surrounding towns around it, including the east side of Des Moines, because it's only 30 minutes. I mean, it's it's very important to the economy. And I and as that uh, as the races kind of dwindled there, you know, it became a real concern of lots of people, business owners. And so we think, yeah, it's a great opportunity for us uh, to step up. And it's also a great opportunity for the state. The other amazing thing is up until a couple of years ago, Hy-Vee wasn't even involved with IndyCar. What was it about the NTT IndyCar series that made you feel it was a great fit for Hy-Vee? Well, as I mentioned during the press conference, we had one of our suppliers, uh, Citrus Systems. Tom Boland came to us and had the opportunity to be on Graham's car, Graham uh, podium that night. And frankly, we got lots of comments on that uh, from the fans. Nice to see Hy-Vee and Indy. Nice to be involved. Thanks for coming to Newton. And then uh, Ray Hall Racing, you know, RRL came to us and wanted to talk about uh, the possibility of being in the Indianapolis 500. We did that. And really then just looking at the business opportunities, the fan base and the following, that's what kind of led us to uh, developing uh, a car for the next year. From a promotional standpoint, I'm sure that hy V will be involved with promotions oh, sure. of the supermarket chain and everything. What are some of the ideas that we might see? 
Well, we have a lot of a lot planned. We're working with our car design to be able to uh, do some digital interaction during the races this next year. That's part of what we're going to do. Uh, we all, obviously we work with some of the biggest companies uh, in the world on the merchandising selling side. And if you get to one of our stores, you will see our IndyCar virtually everywhere. There's nowhere that you won't find that car right now in our store. So we really uh, focus on the sport, focus on our car, focus on the products that we sell and the partnerships that we build from those. So and for for a lot of our listeners who may not be familiar with hy what states are you located in? We're operated in uh, eight states in the Midwest centering around Iowa. So Minnesota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Wisconsin, and uh, Iowa. Any hopes of expanding into Indiana? You know, Indiana is a great state, and I've I, I've driven around a little bit. It'd be another great state for Hy-Vee to enter sometime. So. I'm sure there's a lot of communities there that would love to have you. But uh, when you think of just, it wasn't that long ago that, like I said, the company wasn't even part of IndyCar. Right. Now you're bringing back, you're saving Iowa Speedway. You're a full-time car sponsor. I mean, in a lot of ways, you as the uh, top, uh, the CEO, probably have to think we've really jumped in head mm -hmm. first. We have. We, we see a huge opportunity with Penske. Um, with Roger buying the uh, the entire series and and the Indianapolis 500, we see and we've spent time talking with them about their plans for investment, how they're going to market it, how they're going to drive it. That's what really made us be interested in full-time car and getting more involved. We think that it's just in its infancy and it's about really ready to take off into a, a new plane of success. And we think that's going to come over the next two to three years with the plans they have. We're we're excited, and that's why we're here. If it's one thing, you know, to like racing and want to be a part of it, it's another thing to make sure that it's a viable business case, and we think that it really is right now. Last year, IndyCar raced here with a reduced crowd because of COVID-19, but you had a, a lot of customers here. How many were able to come out even with a limited crowd? Well, to the track. So we weren't involved with the race itself last year, so I, I don't know how many... Uh, were there obviously Our, more from the high beast oh, team standpoint oh, with Ray yeah, Leonard yeah, yeah, and Lanning and racing? A, I'm sure you were able to bring some guests out there for that. Yeah, race. we had a, a couple dozen people that got to go watch that that race that year as a part of the, the sponsorship with the car. But um, yeah, we're looking at the greater scope here. We think that it's going to be big for the state, big for big for the brand. And now that you get to be the title sponsor for both races, yes. I'm sure there'll be a lot more corporate clients, customers. Absolutely. And, you know, you may have to have your own suite area. Instead of a suite, you'll have to have numerous suites. Yeah, we have a lot of partners that we've already been talking with. You can see the car we ran last year had some great partners on it already. So they'll all... Uh, be invited to be a part of it. But more than that, really, I see a lot of the, the farm companies, the companies that really drive the farm economy here, coming and being a part of that moving forward. I know it's a big day for you, a big day for the company, but uh, Chairman, CEO, President of Hy-V, Randy Edeker, congratulations on the big news. Thank you for saving Iowa Speedway, and thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. Thank you very much. And now, let's hear from team owner Bobby Rahal, the 1986 Indianapolis 500 winning driver, a three-time kart champion, and a two-time Indy 500 winning team owner on the big return to Iowa in 2022. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is 1986 Indianapolis 500 winning driver, Bobby Rahal. 
Oh, by the way, he also won three series championships in his career. And he's a successful team owner in the NTT IndyCar Series. Bobby, you got to feel like you hit the lottery today. High V is not only going to bring back Iowa Speedway, but they're going to be a full season sponsor on your team next year. Well, you know, it's it's been we've been just so fortunate to to, to be introduced to them and uh, two years ago and work with them since then. And uh, uh, you know, Randy uh, Etiker's um, you know leadership here at High V and. You know, everybody here is, they were, we had a good race at Iowa. That's really kind of what sorted it all out. The Iowa race in, what, 2019, I guess it was. And uh, and we, uh, uh, you know, that kind of led one thing to the other. And um, it's a fantastic day for us, fantastic day for IndyCar racing. I think the fact that we're coming back to Iowa for two races, everybody loves going to this track. And, uh, uh, and it's going to be for, you know, a couple of years. So it's... Um, you know, it's, uh, I think it's a big, big day for, for IndyCar and obviously a big day for us having this partnership with Hy-V um, as our third car next year. So we're, we're pretty excited. And the fact that Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds got personally involved mm -hmm. yeah. with Hy-V and with Iowa Speedway and with IndyCar goes to show you how much the people of this state love IndyCar. Yeah. How important was that for her to get involved? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, um, um, she and Governor Holcomb from Indiana are, are good friends and compatriots. And and just as he was very uh, helpful with us uh, in uh, in our new facility in, in Zionsville and came out to celebrate the groundbreaking, you know, here she is uh, here in Iowa and being and really pushing for this race because you know she knows the value of it, what it does to in terms of eco economic impact uh, for the not just the Newton area but for all of Iowa and uh, uh, you know and of course the mayor of Newton was here and you know of course he's thrilled um, because it was a big question as to what was going to be the future of the of the track. So we're just like I said, this is a huge day for for IndyCar, a huge day for RLL, and I think a huge day for all IndyCar fans because we're going to come back here and put on another great show like we always do. Wasn't that long ago that you were reduced to a part-time IndyCar team? Now you're going to be back to three full-time yeah, cars. Yeah. How satisfied are you to see that all come together? Um, it's been a lot of hard work. I was up there speaking with Mike. Lanigan, you know, his his partnership has been so important to our, this team uh, over the years. And, and you know, we've all been working really hard to um, Tom Knox, who runs our marketing sales group. He works extremely hard. Really, this is the result of a lot of hard work by a lot of people within the organization. And, and um, you know, it's just thrilling to see it, you know, uh, happen. And um, I, we're looking forward to making our driver announcement here in the near future. And, and looking forward to, first off, we've got to finish this year, obviously, but looking forward to, uh, to 2022. Other than the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where we've seen some dramatic finishes the last couple of years, I'd be hard-pressed for somebody to tell me a better race than what we see here every year at Iowa uh, Speedway. What is it about this track that puts on such great racing? Well, I mean, it's, it's banked, obviously. Um, it's a bull ring for sure. I love the mile tracks. You know, 92, my last championship year, I won three of the four mile tracks and was on pole at the fourth one, which was Milwaukee. Um, 
you know, it, uh, you know, it just the banking, what have you, the fact that there's, you get some tire degradation. So it's real. And there's multiple lines on the track. So you can do a high line or midline or low line or whatever. I mean, all this, uh, it gives the drivers lots of options, uh, you know, as, as the race goes on and that's what creates the great racing. So, you know, for sure this race is, uh, you know, the best, I think when it comes to ac activity and action on the track during the course of the race. And Hy-Vee's commitment as a company. I mean, when you think about it, it was just a couple of years ago, you got introduced to them. Mm -hmm, yeah. And now they're almost like a foundational sponsor of your team. Well, and if you look at, yes, that's true. And if you look at, go to a Hy-Vee grocery store if you have the chance, and you'll, the kind of promotion that they do is unbelievable. And probably the biggest, um, uh, the biggest benefactor of that is IndyCar racing. Uh, and uh, especially here in the Midwest, you know, they're in, they're in Illinois, they're in Wisconsin, they're in, uh, you know, Missouri and obviously Kansas and Iowa and Minnesota. And the, the, the footprint they have is, is such that, um, you know, this is where most of the IndyCar fans come from is the Midwest. So, uh, or, or at least a, a great deal of them. So it's just going to do nothing but raise the awareness of IndyCar racing. And that's just huge for everybody. And how big a role behind the scenes did Roger Penske play in helping save Iowa Speedway? I know that IndyCar didn't get the race here in 2021. Right. But there was a lot of going on uh, behind the scenes like to help it. save yeah, this track. Yeah, I think Roger, you know, you, we all know Roger's commitment to, you know, to ovals. And, um, you know, you had a, a great place here. Um it's just a shame that, well, in 21, it's a shame that, you know, the pandemic kept us from coming here. But, um, but it's, um, you know, you look at, um, uh, as I said, when Roger bought the track, when uh, the Speedway, when he bought Indy Car Racing, that was just, thank God, you know, that was nothing, that's nothing but great as far as I'm concerned. And, and, uh, and this is another example of that where he worked with Hy-Vee, his guys, Bud Denker, they all worked together. And, and here we are for this uh, great announcement. They have held the Field of Dreams game a couple of weeks yeah. ago in Dyersville, out in the uh, cornfield. Uh, Iowa Speedway's been called the infield of dreams. And in a lot of ways, <laughs> it really does bring the sport back to its roots. Yeah. And how important is it to you as a racer to be able to bring something back to the grassroots race fan. Well, I mean that's you know no fans, no racing. Let's 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 face it, and um, it's you know and this Iowa it does have a rich history in motorsport and racing, whether it's dirt track or paved. And uh, so this is as I said, this is nothing but um, you know I think um, you know uh, it's just all good. I mean I don't think you can say there's any, nothing bad about this, and so. Uh, um, I think this is a big boost for IndyCar racing. We've been on a, you know, a great trajectory, very positive trajectory over the last several years, and you know, bigger TV ratings, you know, these day, these this year, for example, and and now this, and that's just another huge, uh, a huge plus for for uh, for our sport. So yeah, all good. Team owner Bobby Rahal, congratulations on getting High V as a full-time sponsor you. for you next Thank year you. and also playing a role in helping to save Iowa Speedway. Good luck the rest of the season you. and thank you for joining us on Pit Pass Indy. Thanks, Bruce. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. 
And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck... Whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, and best-maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or, for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Graham Rahal is one of the many drivers excited about Iowa Speedway's return, as he tells me in this next interview. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is Graham Rahal, Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing. We're in West Des Moines, Iowa at High V headquarters, where they just announced that High V is going to step up the game, be a title sponsor for two races next year at Iowa Speedway, and that IndyCar has signed a multi-year lease to have IndyCar races at Iowa Speedway. How excited are you with all this news? Well, I'm excited, Bruce. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, we've uh, we, we've always put on some great shows at Iowa, uh, frankly, and, you know, it's great to be back. Um, you know, I anticipate this, you know, really with Hy-Vee, I think people that have seen it uh, or have seen it, you know, their promotion around the number 15 and 45 cars this year has been tremendous. Um, it's all over the stores. You go into Hy-Vee, it's everywhere. And they're only going to be able to take this to the next level. So sponsoring and partnering with Iowa Speedway and IndyCar put on the race. Yeah, I think it'll be a huge success. So I'm, I'm eager to get back out here. Um, I'm thankful for Randy and Donna, Matt, um, you know, Don, Tina, everybody that's helped put this thing on. I think it's going to be tremendous. And um, I, th I think people are going to be really pleased with what they see. When the governor of Iowa gets behind an effort to save Iowa Speedway, that tells you how important it is to this state. Well, it is this state, but it's, it is to racing too. It, it is important, but it was great. Uh, and we're very thankful uh, that the governor and the mayor decided uh, to join us today. Is a, it, It's a big statement of the, the support that we're getting here locally. And so, uh, you know, we're excited by that. I think, as I said, we've always put on a great show and I think they know that. And IndyCar Racing was the very first, you know, to go to Iowa Speedway. And so uh, it's only fitting that we're the one to come back and try to help keep it going. I would be hard pressed to pick a better track other than the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to think of more exciting racing in terms of pure racing than what you see at Iowa Speedway. You as a driver, how do you feel about it? No, it's spot on. I mean, Iowa under the lights and you know and everything else. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a tremendous racetrack for us. It just is. It's a tremendous racetrack, and so 
Um, I'm, I'm really eager to get back. I missed it this year. We were so close to winning last year, finishing coming in third, but ultimately just being, being up front and having a really good shot at it. Um, I'm excited to get back and, 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 uh, try to get the high V car in victory lane next year. Not only that, but High V is now going to be a full-time sponsor at Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. You've gotten to know the High V people. What's it like to see that kind of commitment to your team? Yeah, uh, you know it's it's amazing. Um, that was a, that was an announcement I wasn't, you know, fully uh, expecting uh, today. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. I think it's a great thing. Uh, it's something we've been working on a long time. Very excited. Uh, you know, for the for the 45 car to uh, to have a full time sponsor and to see that go forward is huge. It's a big statement. And again, with the promotion that Hy-Vee puts into this, it's huge for IndyCar racing. So definitely a great day. And Hy-Vee's activation in IndyCar, they weren't around until a couple of years ago, and then all last of a sudden, year. yeah, they got involved, and one thing leads to another. So it really started with us at Iowa last year. That was the very first. So, um, you know, we put on the podium. Uh, in Iowa, and uh, it was just, it was a slam dunk, and um, you know I came to meet with them last fall. Uh, uh, met with again Randy, um, you know Donna and, and Matt Nichols, and uh, you know it was uh, it was a great meeting, and here we are. I mean I'm not going to say it was because of that, but certainly that one podium is what kind of sparked the interest, and it's has now led to all these other things. And Tom Balin, who's a great friend of our families, um, owns Citrus Systems, and they sell a lot of juice to uh, Tyve. Um, you know Tom was the connection, and so to be here today and to see to see what the team you know not only for the team but for the sport uh you know people owe him quite a lot it's pretty awesome from what i recall about that iowa double header last year high v had the car for the second race yes. and your crew basically had to spend all night to rewrap we the did, car yeah. into the high v colors and it was a sharp looking car great yeah it's bright orange and, and green and stuff it was definitely a cool you know funky funky car but it looked awesome but the fact that you put that kind of commitment in showcasing the sponsor, now the sponsor is going to come back, showcase the entire series yeah. at Iowa Speedway. When you think about it, if they have the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa, I guess you have to say Iowa Speedway is the infield of dreams when Huge. it comes to racing. Huge, and it's great to be out here. I mean, we've had a lot of great days here. Um, we're excited by the potential. We're excited by the future. And, um, you know, we can't thank Ivy enough for, for everything they've done. And it wasn't that long ago where Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing was a part-time IndyCar effort. Now, in 2022, it's going to be three full-time cars. <laughs> it's changed a lot, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Things have changed a lot. And, uh, you know, I hope I have a, a very small part of that, you know, in helping the growth and, and the sponsor interest and stuff. But really, it's highly beneficial to the sport. It's highly beneficial to our program and, you know, to other give drivers opportunities, other guys to come in here and uh, have an opportunity to succeed. So hopefully we can do that. You and I have seen this sport when it was at its peak. We've seen it when it was in its valley. Now we're seeing it go back to its peak. Yes, so, it's getting better, I, right? Yes. It's getting better each and every day. I think it's getting better. And a company like Hy-Vee can take it a long way. I know people listen to this interview are probably like, how many times do I have to mention Hy-Vee? But it's the truth. The promotion that they can put behind this, becoming, you know, making that, that driver a household name. And my, my involvement will continue. You know, my relationship personally with Hy-Vee will continue and I'll be a part of things. Um, but it's a great opportunity for those people going forward. Graham Rayall, it's been a big news today and you're having a big news coming up the rest of the season. We're 
in the home stretch here of the 2020 yep. 2021 NTT IndyCar Series season. There's still a lot of opportunities out there to make some news. How do you feel about the stretch run? Well, I feel good. I think we should be quite competitive. I mean, we've been great all year, I think. You know, we just haven't won, so we just got to get get over that hump, but we'll be able to do it. I'm looking forward to it. Congratulations on the big news, getting a hy as the sponsor and with them coming back to, to help revive Iowa Speedway and Graham Rahal. Thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. Sounds good. Thanks, Bruce. Roger Penske may own the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but one of his drivers, Joseph Newgarden, owns Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway, at least on the track. Newgarden won the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 for the third time in six races with an impressive win Saturday night at the 1.25 mile short oval. Newgarden's number two team Penske Chevrolet was out front for 138 laps of the 260 laps in the race. It couldn't have come at a more opportune time in the battle for the 2021 NTT IndyCar Series Championship. A lap 65 crash took out championship leader Alex Pillow of Chip Ganassi Racing. Pillow's 20th place finish took him from a 21-point lead over Pato Award to a 10-point deficit, a swing of 31 points. Also involved in the crash was Scott Dixon. His number nine Honda was able to be repaired and ultimately returned to the race, but he finished 19th. Awards number five, Aero McLaren SP Chevrolet finished just .5397 of a second behind Newgarden's race-winning Chevrolet. Newgarden moved up to third in points, just 22 out of the lead with three races remaining. Here's my interview with the race winner after the big victory at Gateway. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is the winner of the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway. For the third time in six attempts, it's Joseph Newgarden of Team Penske. If Roger Penske owns the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I'd have to say you own Gateway with your third victory here. How did you do it tonight? Well, it's a small sample size, right? We only had six races so far, but we've, been, we've had good cars here. I seem to fight the same people every year. Pato Award now uh, is always quick here. Certainly my teammate Will has always been a challenger. So, you know, it never comes easy. It's never straightforward. But, um, yeah, super, super happy to have performance here as always. And, you know, hopefully next year we can repeat the same deal. It was a kind of a crazy race out there. And also the way things played out with Alex Polo having a crash, you now have had a big jump in the standings. You're now within striking distance of the championship with three races to go. How advantageous is that at this point in the season for you to be able to have something like that that really, Alex hasn't had much bad luck this year, but it's kind of happened the last two races. Yeah, it's kind of bound to happen, you would think, right? Um, uh, we, uh, we certainly hope so. Um, but yeah, you know, we've had a couple races that have gone against us as well, unfortunately. And I feel you know, confident in our performance. I think we can be competitive every week, you know, week in, week out. And that's what we're going to focus on. Um, and, you know, our, our competitors are going to do what they're going to do. And we've just got to focus on ourselves, trying to maximize results. There's no doubt we still got to be competitive three races to go. We, you know, we can't just sit back. We still got to be really excellent, I would say, um, to, to give this a real, real challenge. But we're in striking distance, like you said, and that's pretty much all you can ask for. You led 138 laps of the 260 lap race, so you led the most laps of anybody in the race. Was it easy once you were out front, or did you really have to fight for this in terms of 
And it's always tricky on a short oval. Yeah, it was a challenging fuel race today, you know, figuring out how do we how do we make the fuel? That's what it turned into, you know, staying in front of our competitors and making the fuel. Team Chevy did a did a heck of a job. That went a long way for us winning this race, but um, it's it's easier out front, you know, controlling the pace, I think, around this place is always a better position. The fans here at Gateway, they always turn out to watch IndyCar racing. It's kind of another one of those Midwestern, I call it the Southern Midwest, because yeah. you can throw Nashville in there, in a lot of ways, Indianapolis and Gateway. Do you feel that this is really the the core of IndyCar, the, the heart of IndyCar racing. Yeah, I do. I mean, this is, you know, the Midwest has always been strong for us. Gateway's no different. We always have a great crowd, great promoter here. So um, it's a real pleasure to run at these type of tracks. Now, I know that you said in there that success on short ovals doesn't guarantee future success. You got to be happy with the news this week that came out that Team Penske, Roger Penske, uh, High V, they're going to revive Iowa Speedway, multi-year agreement. Especially, uh, uh, it's coming up next year. Will be a double header. How excited are you to have another short oval? Yeah, just back on the schedule. So so excited. I love Iowa. I would love more. I think you know Roger wants to have more ovals too. Make sure we have a true mix of Road Street and and ovals. Um, and if we could get you know Milwaukee back on the schedule, that would be even better too. So you know, first for, first and foremost, having Iowa back is is just a big plus for all of us. You finished strong last year, but fell just a little bit short of catching Scott Dixon. Right now, you're finishing strong once again. Do you feel that you can end up pulling it off this year, getting your third NTT IndyCar Series championship? Bruce, we can do it. We just got to keep our heads down, but I believe in our team. Well, I know you got a long ride ahead of you. You're going to make it back to Nashville later tonight. Congratulations on your big victory. Good luck the rest of the way in the championship, and thank you for joining us tonight on Pit Pass Indy. Thanks so much. We'll wrap up today's podcast with an interview with former Formula One driver and current IndyCar rookie, Roman Grosjean, who competed on an oval for the first time in his career Saturday night at Gateway. Grosjean started 14th and finished 14th, but made several bold passes in the race and said he enjoyed the entirely new form of racing around in circles after a career on some of the world's greatest road courses. Here's my interview with Grosjean before the race as he talked about his expectations of competing on an oval for the first time. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is a driver who's going to start his first career oval track race. Although he's one of the world's top race drivers coming from Formula One, it's Roman Grosjean of Dale Coyne Racing with RWR the big weekend is here. You're going to drive on the ovals for the first time. How excited are you? Well, you know, it's a it's a big thing. It's a brand new thing as well. I, I need to learn so much about uh, driving on the oval. Uh, as I say, I think the key will be experience this weekend. Uh, obviously, you always want to do well, but uh, this weekend the key will be to get some experience, to understand how it works. Uh, some of the boys have, have done it for a very long time. Uh, from Indy Light to IndyCar, so you know uh, the testing here went uh, went okay. I enjoyed it, and uh, I'm ready to see what we can get. I know you said a couple of weeks ago after you tested it, Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway, that oval racing is not anywhere near as easy as some people may think it is. What was it uh, you were trying to say with that comment? To, was it mostly to people from Formula One, or was it some IndyCar fans? What was it you? we're addressing that comment with no i think it's more uh, it's more for the uh, the european audience that uh, 
that doesn't know so much about oval, you know, and uh, you think it's just a uh, round and round and round and go flat, but uh, there's actually quite a bit of driving. It's, it's all about the confidence in the car, and it's not, a, it's not that easy to, to build. Um, so it's really fine-tuning it to make it to, to your liking so you can go fast. How important is rhythm on an oval? Getting, as a driver, getting your rhythm down to where you're able to do what you're doing, replicate what you're doing lap after lap. Well, I think it's important, but in the race, it's never gonna happen. You know, with 25 plus cars on a short track, you're always gonna have someone in front of you with the cars is gonna, it's gonna evolve through a race. So, you know, overall, it's, it's not easy. We've got small, not a lot of free practice. Uh, qualifying is, it's super short, so uh, the race is where you're gonna go. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky to to find the rhythm, I guess. The other thing is you can hit your marks, you can develop the rhythm, but you've got other cars out there that are traffic, and that's always a big obstacle that happens in order to get through that. How are you gonna deal with traffic at those speeds? I'm gonna listen to the spotter, and uh, you know try to. To do well from the, the test we did, I, uh, I was able to run behind Ed Carpenter for quite a bit, and that was super useful for me uh, to understand the traffic effect on the car. But definitely, if you want to, uh, you want to have a good setup on the car so you can run close and and have actually a good um, a good launch of turn four to uh, try to dive on the inside of turn one. I know last week at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway before the road course race there. Someone asked you if this might be the first step to driving full-time in IndyCar next year. You thought about it for a while and said, well, you never know. Is that really the answer that you're going to give, or can it tell a lot about how many more races you may add to your schedule next year? Well, we haven't got the full schedule yet. We know Iowa is on, but that's all we kind of know. So, um, You know, let's, let's do this weekend. Let's see how everything goes. Uh, let's see what you know what's possible for the future and then I'll tell you more is the Indy 500 one that you would really like to try to run well it, you know it looks like a good event uh, I've watched it um, I've, I've been spending a lot of time on the speedway but uh, I can't tell you right now if I'm gonna be on the grid or not next year this summer you and your family have packed up the motorhome and gone on a tour of America what are some of the cool spots that you visited and what are some of the highlights of that trip? Well, I think the highlight was definitely the podium in Indianapolis for my kids to uh, really see my, uh, for them, it was the first time seeing a podium. You know, my, my last one, my oldest son was two years old. So he doesn't remember anything about it. So that was big. Uh, the monster truck uh, was fun in Iona. We, uh, we enjoyed that. Uh, and I think it was just spending a lot of time together. It was, it was nice. And I know one of the other things that took you by surprise was the number of batting cages that are available in the United States to take a few swings at uh, the baseball. You say you don't see that very much in Europe. How much time did you spend at the batting cage, and how did that get to be one of your more favorite avocations? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good experience. It's, uh, it's not easy to hit the ball right or just to hit the ball, but... We had fun, and as I say, we uh, for for us spending uh, almost two months all together uh, was was absolutely incredible and something that uh, we were very lucky to do. You ready to step into the batter's box against some major league pitching yet? Oh well, I'm getting I'm I'm 
one of the more American Frenchmen out here, but I love it. And also, finally, what you've been able to do this year at Dale Coyne Racing with RWR has been one of the great stories of the NTT IndyCar Series season. Just how much fun have you had doing this this year? I'm having a lot of fun. It's going to be one of the best years of my career. You know, one of those that are that definitely going to be an highlight just from the atmosphere, the fun, uh, the rebirth, you know, um, fighting pole position podiums, not being far from the win. It's just been incredible, so I'm I'm glad I I made the choice to come to IndyCar last year, and uh, I'm very happy that uh, it's going well. And I can't leave you without asking the question: If you know yet where you'll be next season, who you'll be driving with, who you'll be sponsored by next year, who knows? I had a feeling that was the answer you were going to give me. Ramon Grosjean, you've uh, made quite a first impression here in the NTT IndyCar Series as a rookie. You're still in contention for the Rookie of the Year Award, so good luck with that. Good luck the rest of the season, and thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. Thank you. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy. We want to thank IndyCar owner Roger Penske, Hy-Vee Chairman, President, and CEO Randy Edeker, IndyCar team owner Bobby Rayall, driver Graham Rayall, Bomberito Automotive Group 500 winner Joseph Newgarden, and former Formula One driver and IndyCar rookie driver Roman Grosjean for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy your path to victory lane for all things IndyCar. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin. And final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the wall.